Welcome back to the holler, tnholler.com, at the tnholler on Twitter, Facebook. We're also on TikTok now, and we have all these hollers hollering all across Tennessee. Thanks to your support. We really do appreciate it. Your small dollar monthly donations keep us going. Make it 10 bucks a month or more and get one of these sweet, sweet holler hats. Also, as always, a shout out to Elisa Parker. If you're buying or selling in Middle Tennessee, do it through her. And if you need a lawyer, Abby Rubenfeld is a rock star. And if you need some jewelry, Kristen, AJ Martin in Nashville is not your grandmother's jewelry store. All right. Today, we're going to talk about something that has been in the news the last 48 hours. Tough to stomach Vanderbilt Medical Center and an email that they sent out patients who are receiving gender affirming care. Tuesday night, this was a screenshot of the email that we got in our inbox. And at first, honestly, we were like, that can't be real because it was so ridiculous. Vanderbilt has provided a copy of medical records, including yours, to the attorney general in response to a civil investigation. With the assurance, records would remain confidential. We regret that we did this, but we did it. On Tuesday night, we posted it, we shared it, we got a bunch of emails, trans, Tennesseans, and family members of theirs that this had happened. And again, it said that it had already happened, not that the attorney general is asking for it, it said that they had already done it. Too late, we did it, we turned it over to Jonathan Scrimetti. And one of the people who got one of those emails is here to join us now, Kristen Chapman. We appreciate that she's here with us right now. Kristen, how are you today? Thanks for joining us. Well, I am uh, not less angry, uh, but otherwise I'm okay. Thank you for having me. Can you talk about the experience of receiving that email and what your thoughts were when you got it? I got a message um, through the app on Tuesday night and I didn't check it because I have three kids and we get notifications all the time. I have a lot on my plate. So I decided to not check it. And then I saw your tweet Wednesday morning and that was actually how I was alerted to check the message. Obviously I was horrified and the more reporting that has come out about the breadth of information that they are requesting, the story gets worse and worse. My child and I have had such a strong relationship with Vanderbilt Health for so many years. They were, you know, our anchor in a rough sea, helping us navigate care for our child. And it really does feel like a betrayal by a friend. I expect the Republicans in this state to make their hatred of my family known. I do not expect my kid's doctor to turn us over without even so much as a word. It's so shocking. Have you had any communication with your doctor since this happened? No, because now I don't feel comfortable communicating with that doctor anymore. And again, I'm not blaming the individual doctors. I do not believe that the doctors made these decisions. I believe this was a legal move and a terrible PR move for Vanderbilt. It's been like especially painful. Again, the more that comes out, the more unsafe I'm feeling in this state. Right. Which sadly is probably the goal of the people that are behind all this. And you're not alone. I mean, we've received a number of messages from people that we've posted screenshots of anonymously saying that, you know, I'm terrified. The Tennessean now wrote about it. They gave more information than they initially implied. They gave names, they gave communications, information about doctors. There's essentially a list in the hands of 
AG Jonathan Scrimetti, which he has not been shy about being pretty nakedly partisan. He was at a event with Gino Bolso, who's one of the most anti-trans representatives in the legislature, at an event titled, We Know What a Woman Is. Even though they say they've been assured AG Scrimetti is going to keep this information confidential, how do you feel about that promise? Does that feel like something you can count on? No, absolutely not. When you are not a faithful actor, when you engage in purely partisan hate speech against a targeted community. You are not acting on behalf of all Tennesseans. And to act as if we're being hysterical is an additional slap in the face. This has been a sustained effort by a group of people, many of which are not from this state, who have parachuted in here and whipped up hate against a community that struggles so much already to act as if you are an impartial actor and that your word can be believed. If you want to be trusted, then you have to act in a trustworthy way. I think that's really well said. What can you tell us about your experience with Vandy before then with the care that your child received? How has that impacted your lives, your child's life? What was literally a lifeline? I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that when I took my kid to get care initially at Vandy late 2020, we were terrified that our child might not live another year. Mentally, school performance had dropped. Our kid was in trouble and came out to us during the pandemic as trans. We knew that it wasn't a simple process to get treatment. We started that process. It took almost a year to get the treatment. Once we went through all of that with our doctor, and even just like three weeks ago, I took my child to get her final puberty blocker shot before we leave the state. The doctor herself said, like, this is a different kid than walked into me three years ago. My kid is confident. She will talk your ear off. Now that she feels closer to who she is, she is a different person. People who know my family know that that's the case. Doctors at Vanderbilt were absolutely instrumental in us helping save our child. So I feel deep gratitude towards the doctors themselves and the people that work at the clinic, because I know the death threats and issues that they went through over the last couple of years because of some of these bad actors coming in. And I felt the need to protect Vanderbilt. You know, as I talked to the media, I haven't mentioned Vanderbilt as our care provider because I didn't want to subject them to any further abuse, but they didn't blink to subject my family to more abuse. And that is so painful. Right. And that seems to be something that we're hearing from a lot of people. Chris Sanders of the Tennessee Equality Project, he was quoted as saying, people are just basically upset that they didn't fight harder to keep this from happening. Sanders said, many people are upset Vanderbilt did not fight harder to prevent turning over patient information. He said, others are concerned over the implications for other politically charged issues such as abortion, whether the AG could obtain reproductive health care information, which is absolutely something people should be concerned about. Don't wait until it affects you. Get upset when it affects others also. You mentioned the bad actors that are at the root of all this. When those people say that they're protecting children, how does that make you feel? These are the same people that say they believe in small government. These are the same people that say they believe in family values. They are literally ripping my family apart. Part of my family can't leave the state and part of us can. You know, they are literally involving themselves in the most intimate things that you have in your life, your medical files. So I know not to believe anything said from the Republican Party in this state because they typically mean the opposite. They're actually just projecting what they do. This is my experience as a Tennessean for the last 36 years, right? They will call it something just to whip up their base. 
But in reality, they are harming my family every single day for the last two years. It has caused immeasurable problems, not just our community, but the larger LGBTQAI community. Like it wasn't just trans people that were targeted in this Vanderbilt mess. It was like even wider than that. I'm not the only family that I know that's leaving the state. A lot of those families don't have trans kids. They're just gay and they don't feel safe here anymore. That breaks my heart. When you say you're leaving the state, you mean you're moving out of Tennessee? Yeah, we have to because my child needs a shot in August and I can't get it here. Even if I had decided, like some other families that I know, to stay and just travel out of state to get care. After the last two days, I would not stay here. There is absolutely no way that I could stay here knowing these dangerous transphobes doxed my family through Vanderbilt. That's the way it feels to me. I don't feel safe here. I don't feel like my family is safe here. I don't feel like members of my extended gay and lesbian family are safe here. That's just how I'm feeling now. I'm so sorry to hear that. Debbie says you're a wonderful mother, Kristen. Fighting for your child like that, absolutely. It's just so brave to know the world is going to treat you like this and to still wake up and say, and I fight need for to, it. and fight for it and be myself, even though I know what the world, what it, costs. Is going, what it costs, right. And what I face coming back at me from these people who say they're trying to protect me. You and your daughter are extremely brave. Where were you on all of this before you were told by your child that they were trans? When you got that news, like what was that like? Well, I'm fairly uh, unusual Tennessean in that uh, my kids grew up going to Pride and I have teenagers now. In my friend group, I have trans folks. Trans people were known to my kids well before this became a personal thing for my family. My kid actually sent me an email to come out as trans, which I thought was hilarious. She had just turned 13. She sent me an email. She was upstairs. I was downstairs. It was during the lockdown. And it was just one word. I'm trans, right? And that was it. It wasn't a big deal. Yes, we had conversations about it, but we kind of have always let her take the lead and how she wants to go forward. You know, so it's just been this really long process. Trans people have been a wonderful part of my life for 15, 20 years. There are many, many, many people in Tennessee, families like mine, who know no other trans people who are living in extremely hostile places in small communities or even here in Nashville in hostile areas. And while I got you here, I just want to like shout out the other families and the trans folks here in Tennessee who are speaking up, even though it comes at great danger to you. It does matter what we do right now. Never in the history of humans has putting people on a list ever ended well. So true. What are you going to do now? I know that there's talk of lawsuits, ACLU out Memphis, Planned Parenthood, Tennessee Equality Project are basically telling people to contact them so that they can help them file official complaints, HIPAA complaints. What's the next step? I've been a volunteer at Tennessee Equality Project for a little over a decade. So I know Chris fairly well and I reached out to him, point me to whoever's doing whatever. Let's file complaints. You know, count me in. I'm, I'm kind of in a strange position in that I've got about five weeks left in the state. My last day at work was this week. A lot of people don't have the freedom to speak that I do right now. Please reach out to one of these organizations so that you can be at least connected to the legal response. Not everyone needs to be in front of a camera or can be. You still should not be alone dealing with this.
we are stronger when we lean into each other. Very tough right now. So I just encourage people to not suffer alone. If you are in a community where you don't have a lot of support, find one of these organizations, get in contact with people who can at least tell you you're a good mother, because I can guarantee you, I get 10 messages a day about not being a good mother. And I need to hear from the people in this state that are not transphobic. I need to hear from the people in this state that care about this. And I know that other people need to hear from you too. Important for people to hear. You know, we reached out to Vanderbilt for an interview. Didn't get one. Obviously, they referred us to their statement. Their CEO is Jeff Balzer. You know, a lot of people that we've talked to said they didn't necessarily have to just comply. They could have fought it. They could have made a court order it. They could have put up more of a fight than they did. Balzer on the website, first sentence. They brag about expanding patient visits to nearly 3 million and net revenues 2 billion to 6 billion. So it just shows kind of where the priorities are, this healthcare system. How are we going to impact our own bottom line? How do we grow our revenues? Where's the money in all this? And the humanity seems to be lost. What's your message to Vandy right now? Well, I would say this message goes to Vandy and also to Target and all the other corporate entities that claim to be allies of ours and then run high tail to the woods when there's any kind of threat. Now you've lost the people who believed in you as well. If you cater to bigots, you're going to lose decent people, period. Can't slap a rainbow on it and make it better. You cannot. Right. It's just bullying. You know, you can't appease bullies. They'll always want more. They'll always get another inch. So the only way to deal with it is to stand up to it. We just haven't seen enough corporate courage. We haven't seen enough leadership in the community from voices that matter. Vandy's certainly a big voice in Tennessee and Nashville. For them to cave this quickly, the message that it sends to the business community, to the rest of the state is a really dangerous and scary one. And that's why, like you say, it's really important to stand up to this right now. So Chris and I appreciate you speaking out. Anything else you want to let people know before we go? I have a Go fund me if you'd like to help my family get out of the state. We'd really appreciate your help. If you can't help financially and you just want to send me a sweet message, Lord, I need that. So bring that on too. I appreciate you coming on here and talking, Kristen. Send our best to your daughter. All right. Thank you so much. So that is Kristen Chapman, a parent of somebody who just got one of those messages from Vandy, really caved to extremists and the AG by turning over patient records to the AG in this probe. And, you know, as Chris said from the Tennessee Quality Project, the real shame of it is that they didn't put up a fight, turned it over, and then on the night of Juneteenth sent an email saying, hey, we already did this. Sorry about that. And that's not how you fight. That's not how you stand up to this stuff. And that should scare everybody, even if you're not trans or related to someone who is, what that means for what they could then do to medical records for women and reproductive rights. The precedent that's being set here is a dangerous and scary one. We're in a really scary time. Trans folks in Tennessee are now feeling like they can't even be here without being afraid in a state where this kind of thing is in charge. They are being led by the most extreme elements of their party. This started with that rally that Marshall Blackburn showed up at. And they actually, I remember when that rally happened, I was there in Nashville. They came out of the Capitol. It was right outside the Capitol. They brought official flags and put them at the podium outside the Capitol. And they held the rally official state flags at that podium outside on the plaza at that transphobic rally. So they claim that they're protecting kids. They're not protecting kids. You just watch that interview. You know, that's a genuine mother who's taking care of her child. That's who should be in charge of her child's health care, not Marsha Blackburn and the extremists. We'll keep an eye on this story. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee.